Fans of dark drama and horror gore will be pleased to learn about today's video game topic, Ravenous Devils. I came across this game on Xbox by browsing through recently released video games in the online store. Um, the cover art featured a man and a woman in front of a shop in the mid-1700s. The color contrasted really well with shades of brown and white, um, so there was immediate curiosity from just one image. So let's explore what happens when Sweeney Todd meets Horror Cooking Simulator. Ravenous Devils also had over 100 5 star reviews when I scrolled by. If that somehow did not grab my attention immediately, then the price tag still might have. It's only a whopping $5. So just off of that, I had to see what was going on here. So boom, I opened the store page and it's just insane what I witnessed and I couldn't resist buying it and installing Ravenous Devils. Um, what you're gonna see is some pretty crazy stuff. Um, if you're not interested in mature themes like murder, cannibalism, and horror tropes, then this is a big red cautionary warning to stop reading or watching or listening since I have my blog, my YouTube, and my podcast going. So the screenshots, if you're looking on YouTube, or uh, the gameplay might be graphic, so now that we have that out of the way, let's begin. Percival and Hildred. As a quick introduction, the husband and wife duo that players control have just moved to a new town. They now own a shop on a busy street with hopes to thrive in their new environment. The main structure of the game is quite similar to other cooking simulators where you cook dishes before customers run out of patience. So you receive a good, mixed, or bad review depending on how fast you serve them. The obvious remix here in this case is that it's food with human meat. Percival, the man, is a tailor who sews outfits and sells them on the second floor of the shop by dressing up his mannequins. The first floor and the basement is Hildred's domain. She serves fresh meat dishes and fruit for the tavern guests to enjoy. Hildred and Percival both have their hands full with separate tasks. Swapping between these ravenous devils is what makes this simulator more fun and stressful. Alright, so quick review of Mr. J. One day, after closing the shop, Percival and Hildred receive an anonymous letter from someone named Mr. J. He knows who they are and what they do, but agrees to not tell anyone. That is, as long as they kill his requested three targets so he can feast upon them. The main story follows the plot all the way up to the climax of an eventful meeting with Mr. J, which I won't spoil because if you enjoy what you see and hear here and you go play it, that would just be more fun for you to not ruin it. Alright, so let's go over the Ravenous Devil's duties and what this game is actually all about. And <clears throat> I'm sorry for the bad joke here, but we're getting to the meat of the story. Okay, so... Percival is in charge of the unalive process. He coaxes guests to appointments to take their measurements. Once the deed is done, he must send them down the trap door to the basement. From there, he cleans up the room and sews ripped clothing to make new outfits. He then puts the outfits on display on his mannequins to sell. Down in the basement, Hildred prepares the corpses into ground meat, sausage, and steak. Flour is used occasionally as well. After that, she does the plating and cooking for service. At this point, it's seemingly 
simple. You only have two or three tasks at a time uh, with each person and <clears throat> you know like all cooking simulators or stuff like that um, it, it starts out that way. You cook like one or two meals, serve them, um, then you move on. So <laughs> this game is actually very progressive so now the game gets a teeny bit harder. Ravenous Devils makes these simple tasks that I grew used to doing become hard again because you can unlock upgrades which open more options and more variety which in turn makes it harder because now you have more things to do. The trade-off is that these upgrades give you more money because it unlocks like steak, sausages, um, you can get two pieces of fabric over one whenever Percival does the unalive process, um, stuff like that. So in the end, it, you know, upgrades obviously earn you more money, but it makes life also a little more difficult in most cases. Yeah, so what are more upgrades? We're going to talk about <coughs> these because they're really cool. So Percival already does the slaying, the sewing, and the selling. So what else could he possibly do? Well, once the tomatoes are unlocked, it opens a greenhouse in the attic where Percival now must also tend to. Potatoes, onions, and egg comes next. This adds another layer to management because each one needs fertilizer to grow. Fertilizer is produced by a corpse, so it means sacrificing a body to grow crops instead of turning them into meat. Hildred prepares the delicious food, cooks and serves guests. Unlocking the three ovens and four tables adds a lot of extra stress if not prepared appropriately. There are 17 recipes which are combinations of meat, sausage, steak, flour, tomatoes, potatoes, onions, and eggs. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, Anyway, upgrades increase the cooking speed of the oven and how much meat is added from the various equipment. So the job is pretty tough um, because you have to manually get these tables orders yourself, which means traveling from the basement to the ground floor and then traveling back to cook and it's just very time consuming. Um, but an attendant is hired later on throughout whenever you get past a certain part in the story um, and the attendant will manage that main floor so like they'll take the orders for you so that you don't have to keep going up as Hildred you can just stay in the kitchen which is very nice so <clears throat> this way Hildred doesn't have to you know travel between the main floor and the basement um, which saves a lot of time decorations are upgradable as well that increase the uh, guest patient meter. Um, beer can also be served to refresh the wait time once per table. Uh, I made it hard on myself because I was doing it manually by refreshing their t the tables after they would get close to um, being impatient, but the attendant does it automatically once they get low enough. I just, I never saw him do it um, until like I couldn't physically do it myself and then he did it, so <laughs> I, felt really stupid because I wasted a lot of energy on that. Yeah. Anyway, but it's still pretty cool. So the extra content that's in this game um, is <clears throat> pretty fun stuff. Skins are available to purchase in-game with the money that you get. 
Um, with my favorite being the collector. He's like a, you know, he's in like a tuxedo type suit. And um, it's just the most fashionable, I think, for, that suits him as a tailor, um, in my opinion. Uh, and it looks really dope. Um, the most expensive skins, though, are the Undead Bride and Skeleton. Um, these are purely cosmetic, and they have no effect on gameplay. So Percival and Hildred both get a special extra content piece. Percival finds an interesting seed in one of the side quests when you add um, the greenhouse. What unfolds is a strange side quest to fertilize this plant over and over until it grows into a potted Venus flytrap. But not just any ordinary Venus flytrap, a talking Venus flytrap that tells ironic murder jokes. I bet you want one of those in your house, am I right? Anyway, Hildred, on the other hand, does not get a potted plant that tells murder jokes. <laughs> Hildred finds a stray cat outside. You know what she decides to do with it? Yeah, like any ordinary person would, she provides it shelter in the basement. And the cat is actually really awesome because it does have a value. The potted plant does nothing for your money or your upgrades. It's just there for fun. The cat is actually awesome because it hunts rats. And rats are cooked as a three-star meal for the self-serve platter, which means easy, free money. And the rats are so easy to cook that you just don't have to worry about your self-serve plates anymore. So there's self-serve plates and there's tables. The self-serve plates you just fill up and people come into the shop and they just buy them without you having to be there. Um, but you have to keep filling these up throughout the day you know because people are coming in um but that may but that's really hard to do to keep it stocked when you're also doing the orders for your tables at the same time so when you can just pop the rats in really quick and have the cat catch rats so that you're not wasting other ingredients um to appease the self-serve platters if that makes sense um so it's actually a really cool extra content item um, that I would want you to unlock early as soon as possible honestly because it just helps a lot so ravenous devils final thoughts um the ending is quite contrary um I don't want to spoil anything um but the ending I mean like playing up to the ending and doing the side quest for ravenous devils um there's a it's not it doesn't take too long at all um it's a small game it's very short um i completed everything by day 30 in the game um 100 achievement completion on xbox um at 7 hours 12 minutes that's literally doing everything possible in the game that you can do um seven hours is a long time to play for something as simple as a cooking simulator and just a reminder that's a lot of content for only five dollars so I would really give this game 150 meat cookies um, served right up on a platter. Um, and, and I'm definitely in line for a sequel if the developers wanted to make one. Um, I was that intrigued by it. Ravenous Devils is also a tough subject for a video game because it has some controversial mature themes. 
Since I have played hundreds of video games, it's not very often I see something that hasn't been done before. Um, I really liked Ravenous Devils being so different. The developers did amazing with the gameplay and it was very smooth and the overall Sweeney Todd theme just fit perfectly in what they were trying to go with. Um, it was progressive, unique, cheap, and most importantly, fun. Um, a lot of games try way too hard to be realistic and in the realm of we have to make sure all this stuff looks great. Um, the most important thing for a video game needs to be fun. If it's fun and addicting, you've definitely secured that as as a game developer and i think they hit this right on the, the head for fans everywhere that are really a fan of dark drama horror gore you know friday the 13th <clears throat> sweeney todd all that really good stuff so yeah if you're a fan of all that stuff definitely give ravenous devils a try it's literally five dollars and you get like seven hours of pretty fun content that you won't find in another game um at this time so that's all I have, friends and gamers. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed learning about this new game or if you were just doing it as a refresher. Um, the ending also takes you back, so woo! If you ever get to the ending of the game, it's pretty cool. Um, which reminds me that the voice acting, um, love the female, <laughs> the man choice for the voice actor, um, wouldn't have been something I picked, but the guy was committed, so I give him that. Anyway. Uh, I hope you enjoyed learning about Ravenous Devils. Um, be sure to follow me on my blog, on YouTube, TikTok. Uh, I got random videos coming up uh, there. Follow my podcast um, and just, you know, support the dream. Uh, and I'll see you next time.